Welcome to Concealed Woman, a podcast born out of the need for real conversations about the issues that women encounter today. A space curated to encourage honest and open dialogue about real life situations that women who are seeking God and seeking to be godly face in a modern world. The goal is that you would feel encouraged as you begin to see that you are not alone in this big world. That many of us out here are facing very similar issues and that we can learn from one another's unique experiences, all while pointing each other to Jesus. So I hope that you'd be moved to start exploring your individual journey and relationship with Christ, but that mostly you'd find comfort here and even perhaps get involved in the conversation or feel inspired to start conversations of your own. Hi, and welcome back to Concealed Woman. I'm your host, Emonique Smith. Quick question. Are you listening to this podcast while you wait? Maybe you're in traffic or you have some time to kill before your next appointment. Have you ever thought about how much time you spend waiting? Waiting in line at the store? Or waiting your turn to be served? Waiting to enter? Waiting for your parcel to arrive? When you stop and really think about it, we spend a whole lot of time waiting. Here's a fun fact. Research says that the average person will spend about a year just waiting in lines and at traffic lights. An entire year. That's a little mind-blowing. So I guess the question that should come next is, what am I doing in the waiting? Not just while I'm stuck in traffic, but while I'm waiting for answers to prayer, or that job I applied for, or for a future spouse for children or to move into the next season of my life while I'm waiting for God's plans for my life to unfold and come into the here and now. Maybe the waiting is preparation for the blessing, for the commission. Sometimes I found myself in some kind of in-between limbo while waiting to transition into a new season. Be it a new job or a new home, it's an odd feeling. Kind of like the time between Christmas and New Year's, when no one quite knows what day it is or what to do with themselves. There's a word for this space that describes it pretty well, liminal or liminality, the uncertainty or disorientation in the middle stage, the space between no longer and not yet, a time in which I feel uncertain, displaced and generally anxious. And with all the unknown variables in the waiting, I'm often challenged to surrender and leave in God's hands what belongs there. It's no surprise that the space between the promise and its fulfillment will seriously test your faith. I'm sure you've heard it said, don't waste your waiting or don't worry in the waiting. And as cliche as it may sound, I really think this is good advice. But what does this look like in practicality? If you're anything like me with my A-type personality, I'm naturally inclined to want to know all the details, the timeline, the outcome. Actually, if you could just forward me the entire plan, thanks. And if you don't mind, I require all this information up front, please. For me, this is residual behavior, a result of self-reliance. And believing that if I don't micromanage and handle every last detail of my life, things just won't get done and I'll be left hurt and disappointed. There is some truth in that. 
people will let you down, just as I have and will let others down. But when I begin to understand that the author of my life, God, who has intricately designed all things, is in control, even here in the waiting, where it feels like nothing is happening, and I have to resist every urge to take matters into my own hands. When I can understand that he's got this, I can rest in his capable hands knowing that whether the funds I need arrive or not, whether I get the house or not, or the job, or whether my friendships are restored or not, whether I'm healed or not, in his unfailing infinite wisdom, all the plans my father has for me are good. Surrendering my plans, my heart's desires and will to him, opening my clenched fists, which have been tightly hanging onto the reins of my life and relinquishing whatever control and power I think I might have over to him is sometimes a weekly, if not daily task. A conscious process of acknowledging that anything I try to accomplish in my own strength is bound to come crashing down around me if I haven't allowed my father to be the foundation beneath it. While I wait, I have begun to see that this in-between time is precious. It's time for me to slow down, to meet with my father, to invite him into my plans, to read his word, and to spend some time in prayer, to seek out his promises and to ask him to reveal his plans to me that are for me. The waiting is an opportunity for me to learn how to be a good steward of what I'm waiting for. Sometimes the waiting can mean that what I thought I wanted and needed will pass me by and instead make room for what God has actually intended for me. We see examples in the Bible of waiting over and over again and unsurprisingly, Bible folks were not any better at waiting than we are. Abraham and Sarah were given a promise which seemed impossible, and so in the waiting, they tried to take matter into their own hands, which of course led to some serious repercussions. Jacob had to wait a real long time for Rachel, and we know that the Israelites had to do a whole lot of waiting. One thing we can take away from these examples is that regardless of the wait, no matter how long it might take, God was and is always faithful to fulfill his promises to his people. A wonderful example of what to do in the waiting comes directly from Jesus. In between healing the sick, casting out demons, performing miracles, and even getting arrested and going to the cross, Jesus is found in prayer, speaking to his Father, asking for his will to be done. This may seem simple, yet it's so powerful If only we could learn to spend less time fretting about when and how and instead spend more time speaking to our Father. Our anxiety could be eased and replaced with His peace. Perhaps we can begin by learning to invite the Father into what may seem like small, insignificant plans, such as the day schedule. Asking Him to show you His plans for your day may help you begin to trust Him in the bigger things. When someone shows up consistently and does what they say they will, we learn that we can rely on them and trust them. Maybe this is how we learn to trust our Creator, by noticing the ways in which He shows up for us every single day. Every day He wakes me, He puts the sun in the sky, 
He protects me. He prepares the way before me. He provides for me. Every single day, God shows up for you and I. He keeps his word and he never leaves us. I really want to encourage you today not to get stuck in the waiting, believing that your life will only begin or continue when what you've been waiting for arrives. Every day is a gift, an incredible blessing from our Father. Let us look at it with wonder, filled with possibility of all that it can bring and all that we can learn, of all that we can do for the kingdom. I pray that you would remember his promises in your season of waiting and be encouraged. Psalm 27, 14 says, Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart. Reading this verse, I can't help but think. God certainly knows that the waiting ain't easy. Yet the invitation to trust him still stands. How awesome it is to be able to entrust all things great and small to a God who has never failed us and never will. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And as always, you're welcome to send me a DM on my Insta page if you'd like to chat or have a prayer request. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Bye.